podcast. Well, hello. Hi. It's talk amongst yourselves time again. I'm Flows. This is Kev. And we're hot. Hot as balls, dude. And balls are hot. Uh, in all senses of the word. I've never felt so balls hot in all my life. It's ridiculous. Last night was... I haven't got a fan either. So last night was pretty much fucking torture. Oh, I, I, uh, went and bu- I went and bought one. I didn't have one either, but I went and bought one. I was like, fuck this shit. Well, by the time I ne- realised I needed one, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I wasn't getting one from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're obviously not looking in the right places. Uh, bro, even the crackheads are now. <laughs> That's how hot it is. <laughs> They'll be making a killing on fans right now. <laughs> them fans selling crackheads. Yeah, I oh, bruv and fucking they've always got frozen shit like meat or vegetables, like fucking <laughs> like nah, they've always got freezer shit as well, so that would have been useful. <laughs> like I don't know where the fuck they get all this frozen meat and frozen veg from, but Where are they putting it? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. We just accept it at its discount price. <laughs> And it's that disc- five steaks for a fiver? Sure, mate. <laughs> it's discounted, slightly thawed price. Yeah, just wipe that, what I assume is human hair off there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Apart from being hot, what's happening? Oh, there's plenty of things happening, man. There's, there's plenty of things happening. There's nothing happening. <laughs> Yo, I realised something today, and I don't know if this is just an American thing, it might be an American and English thing, but it seems like there's a trend where dudes can't admit that they don't like stuff. Example? Example, well, uh, in general, rather than say they don't like something, they'll say that that shit is either gay or it's for women. And I don't understand it. Like... A couple of things that I've seen, this is not even recently, a couple of things that I've seen uh, uh, are said to be gay or for women. Bum sex? (laughs) (laughs) No, surprisingly not. Glasses? Glasses? Glasses. Okay. You wear glasses, you look gay. Okay. Seafood. Seafood is for women, apparently. That was uh, that came up. Or somebody sent that to me. I think two, like two days ago, somebody was like posting a picture of like a seafood dinner, and the reply underneath there was like, "Yo, seafood is for women, dude. If you don't like seafood, just you just don't like seafood. That doesn't mean it's not for men. Don't comment. <laughs> like, on don't comment on the matter. Yeah, it, I feel like as if you like these people feel like it's weak for me not to like something, so I'll just say that it's not meant for my gender. <laughs> Like that makes it better. It's like, yo, have you ever Brussels sprouts? Your Brussels sprouts are gay, you know. Don't be putting little balls in your mouth, fam. Not want these faggot ass sprouts. Bruv, it's. I think I've seen the glasses one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have. It's come about a couple yeah. of times. It's come about a couple of times, and I can't even remember what the third one was now. What was the third one? I think the third one was going halves on a date. Oh, so gay. Or it might have even been paying for dinner. <laughs> it might have been going halves. It might have been the idea of of, of going for dinner is like. Uh, to be fair, I've seen more of the it's gay than the it's for women. But 
Like, no, it, it's just something you don't do. Not everything <laughs> you do is manly and not everything you don't do is not manly. Like, I don't... It, it's a weird thing and where does it come from? I don't understand it. What else would you reckon they consider to be gay? Or for women? I reckon um, using an oven. Mm-hmm. Washing up? Washing up, yeah. Because nobody likes washing up. But no. Obviously, you can't not like washing up, so it would have to be gay or for women. But I feel like, you know, using moisturiser. Oh, I've heard that one. I've got a great story about that. I mean, that. that one's been, I mean, come on, like when dudes start, you know, well, I say when dudes started using moisturiser, and I felt like in like the late 90s, early 2000s, when men first started using moisturiser, like the outrage over that shit. I think David Beckham used to get fucking abuse for that. <laughs> How dare you have soft, smooth, well-groomed skin? A friend of mine had someone at work, at his work, uh, say that it was gay to use moisturiser. He's like, ah, you fucking queer, you use moisturiser. <laughs> My mate went, what, you'd rather look like a snake than use moisturiser? <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> and like, you know, a lot of those people will probably be gym dudes. Not even gym dudes, but dudes who are into like being jacked and being ripped and shit. Like, if you want to be in peak physical condition, look after your skin. Isn't it? Like, do you want to end up looking like Gordon Ramsay? Like, my guy is a top chef, but all those years in a hot kitchen, they have wreaked havoc with his pores. <laughs> I remember when I found out what exfoliant was. It was fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard the word. Tony Cullen told me what exfoliant was. I always remember it. It was crazy. <laughs> fr- fr- old friend from school, people, by the way. <laughs> yeah, old friend from state. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing on the story. People like, Tony Cullen, who's this? People start getting on the internet like (laughs) hashtag find Tony starts trending. Hashtag this pioneer. (laughs) But like I remember I can't remember what was going on, but there was a couple of us about and then he said the word exfoliant. I was like, yo, I keep hearing that word and I swear I've seen it on shit in like the bathroom and stuff. So I was like, you know what finally? I was like, yo, what is that? And when he explained to me, I was like, shit, that's simple as fuck, but it makes sense. (laughs) It makes fucking sense. Like, I bet there's got other stuff as well. I bet, like, playing Monopoly. A lot of people don't like playing Monopoly, but it's not because it's an annoying game. It's because it's for women. Do you know what I I think is gay? What's that? This conversation. Because it's not for men. It's not for men. (laughs) I suppose. I suppose. What's been going on with you? Not much. uh, Got more work on my old tattoo done last week. Oh, yes, you did. You did. Yeah, looking a, good, looking good. Very painful experience. I bought a TV cabinet today. Set that up. And in between times, just melting casually. Mate, getting a real jump on that midlife crisis, aren't you? Yeah, bro. Setting up a home sound system, full sleeve tattoo. Like, you're not even nearly there yet, mate. <laughs> You'll have a Ferrari in the next year or so. You, just you wait. I've got to give my car back soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to space these things out, mate. You're not supposed to do them all at the same time. Coming back with that two-seater. Oi, oi. Where will the kids go? In whatever single mom wagon you're going to buy. You get the, you get the wood panel station wagon. Uh, we don't have those, do we? 
I used to have one. I always wanted to see one. Not I used a wood panelled one. Not a wood panel one, but there was some. That's what I'm saying, yeah, we have like the station wagon, obviously we call it like an estate or whatever. But the, the wood panel one, I've seen there used to be one down my road. When oh, I was younger. Why? Yeah. I used to go, I used to walk past it all the time and think, what the fuck is that? Yeah, of course. It's stupid shit, but like I felt like it was something that was exclusively for America. Like everybody else around the world was just like, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> It's Honestly, like, you know what we should do. We should add trees to this car. <laughs> People look at it and go, "What is that?" <laughs> what you know are when you, you show someone something you think is really good, and they're just like, "That's that shit." <laughs> like, oh, oh. I, I just, you know what? Funnily enough, I just had this conversation with the missus about um, being real and being honest with people. Well, keeping it real because that can go wrong. When keeping it real goes wrong, um, no, like she, she went. She went to um, son number one's friend's house today because um, his his mate was pining for him, to put it. Oh, pining! Yeah, to put it uh, put it politely. But yeah, he was missing him, so he, uh, his his mum invited the missus and son, and the kids round to have a little play date. And they come back and they were talking about it. And I just said to her, "Did you uh, did you pander to the trying to be funny and being polite and laughing at people's jokes, even though you might not have even found it funny?" She went. Well, you, she goes. Well, that's rude if you don't do it. And I was like, "What's more rude, lying to someone about them being funny, <laughs> or just being up front and even not laughing or say that's not funny?" I'd rather someone. Then she went. What if someone? You said if someone didn't laugh at your jokes. I went. Well, my comedy's not for everyone. But she was like, "Yeah, that's but that's that's just rude." I was like, "It's not rude. It's being honest. It's rude to." Give someone the impression that they're funny, and then they go and tell some some someone else a, a joke that's not funny, and you know, and so it's and so the illusion worse. and so the illusion continues. No, but it's even worse because right, if you laugh at somebody's shit joke, and then they go and tell somebody else that shit joke, and then that person's like, that wasn't funny. They're gonna be like, exactly. Ah, only Kev gets my humor, so then they're just gonna pile more shit jokes onto you. Exactly. And what are you supposed to do then? Because it's too late now. You've really laughed at one of them. Whenever I see someone go, <laughs> I I die a little for them. Like a little part of me gets taken away. I uh, I take it in the opposite direction. If you want someone to stop making a joke, <laughs> just laugh, laugh uncontrollably. Way too hard at the smallest <laughs> joke that they say. Like you know, taking your example there, going to a a, a, a child's friend's house or whatever, and you sit with the parents making small talk. It's like, oh, you know, how has it been during quarantine? And it's like, oh, I can't wait to get rid of them. Oh, but it's summer holiday now. And then I fucking die for like five whole <laughs> minutes. Loud. I'm like, ah It's <laughs> 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 so funny. You're the funniest person I've ever met. If I'm not going to knock anything over, I might roll over the floor a little bit. <laughs> they, won't make, they won't make any more jokes after that. I promise you they won't make any more jokes. And they won't ask you to come round. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, with a little bit of luck, they won't invite you again. Yeah, which is an even better bonus. Love it. I felt bad because like, I was like, I don't, yeah, I'm like, I, I hate interacting with the kids, like with other parents and stuff. I'm just like, man, you know, we're not friends. Like, let's not do this. And I felt bad about it until I realised my parents didn't know any of my fucking friends' parents. <laughs> <laughs> they gave even less of a shit than I do. That's a very interesting point. Like, none of my. At least I go to the school to drop them off. My parents didn't even do that for me. <laughs> The only, the only, the only time my parents knew or spoke to other parents of people of people I hung about with or were friends with was at my football team. 
Yeah, it's kind of like it has to because like, they have to take you there, right? And also, there's common interest there, of course. It's not just yeah, you yeah, go to yeah. the same school as my son. Yeah, that's more of a like. Yeah, I talk to the I talk to like the mums and dads at football, but even then, that's just one level above. Yeah, it's still yeah, yeah, not great. But yeah, when when she goes to me when we've been to like birthday parties before, she's gone. You mingle, try and try and uh, just talk to people. Don't be rude. I'm like, fuck, am I going to say to them? I just, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. I quite happily sit there. There's a there's on my a phone. there's a process of introducing yourself, getting to know them, mm. and trying and, and trying to establish some sort of relationship between them. But. <laughs> But but you've got to do all of that within a two hour period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All and then exactly. and then and then leave it until the next person has a birthday party. In which case you've got to kind of do it all again. Yeah. Nice no, because we left off. It's even I mean, yeah, no, it's it's still worse for me, uh, especially when the kids were little, because obviously I was quite young when I had them, so all these parents were kind of like way older than me so that's another barrier there i'm just like we're not at the same point in life i have nothing to talk to you about like i, I like oh yeah the, the mortgage payment's really getting you down i don't care <laughs> <laughs> mate like i don't care i'm still nursing a hangover from doing something enjoyable yesterday <laughs> i was a student night last night leave me alone <laughs> mate but no it'd be like They'd be like, oh, yeah, I feel a bit worse for wear today. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yes, finally. I'd be like, yeah, me too. I was out smashing mad shots. Like, I ended up with <laughs> at three o'clock. And they're like, oh, yeah, we invited another couple around and had a few and empty two bottles of wine. I'm like, oh, you fucking madman. <laughs> you fucking madman. Like, legit has happened before where somebody's said that they're not feeling too good. And I'm like, all right, they're going to tell me a drinking story. I'm ready. I've got a drinking story. <laughs> <laughs> and their drinking story has been so pathetic I'm just like well or worse still just... worse still you've gone oh yeah I was on a mad one last night oh, doing them Jaegers and all that and then they're like yeah I don't feel very well I think I've got I'm coming down with a bug <laughs> so it's just not <laughs> yeah. drinking related whatsoever not drinking related whatsoever <laughs> when they hit you with on a Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like fuck yeah on a Tuesday Otherwise, it's not fun. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, everybody else is out and everywhere's packed. Fuck oh, do you remember? Do you remember when you was able to go out every night of the week? Do you remember when you was able to go out? Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> but yeah, every night of the week in hey, Romford as well. When, like, if you every night, a day, every night in Romford. Say again. It's like if you missed one day, it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, what I can't go out Thursday. Oh shit! This is a travesty. <laughs> Well, to be well, no, to be fair, you, you would miss one night because Tuesdays was for the gays, with their moisturizer and their glasses. Fair point. But every other day, it was like, yeah, get on it. Nah, fuck it. Tuesday, there were some hidden gems out on Tuesdays. Where would you go? Anywhere. Anywhere. No, I remember there was this. Uh, like, uh, I remember going to this place. Wait, Rose Club Rose. It was like in East Ham. Oh, um, the client told that you got there, no gay people would have felt safe, so that wasn't happening. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> minimum minimum number of gays. Yeah, um, so they they didn't really have those they didn't have those uh, inclusive nights. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
it's weird as well when you used to hear people talk about that. I can't do that anymore. You're like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. And now you're just like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I remember for a good two years of university, I would go out on a Friday. Me and a mate would work to the same place. Go out on a Friday, stay out all night on a Friday. Literally go back home, have a shower, get changed, have a Red Bull straight to work like we lived like we lived proper close to each other as well so be like all right i'll see you in like 10 minutes and then we'd pull out a whole shift and it was you absolutely you absolute trooper mate it was and it was it was nothing it was as if it was nothing i do miss those days though man very minimal very minimum sleep after going out on a monday going to work the next day and then spending a good half hour on the toilet just asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, later on, that's what it became. Yeah. But even then, that was still only a couple of years ago. <laughs> like, I should be more of an adult than this by now. Oh, I remember going being, like, setting an alarm for half an hour just to, if worse comes to worse, <laughs> I won't lose more than half hour because sometimes, yeah, I could hit that deep sleep. <laughs> I could sleep anywhere. I could sleep anywhere. In that cubicle was mighty comfortable and the light would blink off after five minutes anyway so it's like it was tucking me in <laughs> oh mate have you ever been on the toilet after <laughs> the light has gone out <laughs> you've been on there for so long it's forgotten that you were in there yeah mate and then you have to waddle into the middle <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time you're thinking is like this is the moment when somebody else is gonna walk in someone walks in and think you just love shitting in the dark <laughs> or they walk in while you're mid waddle. Like, why are you crouched with your with your trousers around your ankles walking around the toilet <laughs> with your light shirt with your light on your phone flashing? <laughs> uh, yeah, because sometimes that was just it. Just be like, fuck it, I'll just put my torch on. <laughs> I'll turn the brightness up on my screen. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times, gems, hidden gems. Wait, I'm uh, I tell you what, something else has been uh, uh, before before we get into stuff. Something else has been confusing me, and I don't know if you've got the answer. Go on. Oh shit! Wait, did I ask you this already? Fuck, I'm forgetting stuff. Did we talk about eat out to help out? No, we haven't, mate. So eat out to help out. You have to go to the restaurant. You fucking sit in the restaurant, you eat, and then you leave to get the the, the discount. Yeah. What is the difference between me going to the restaurant, ordering the food? getting the food, and then just fucking off. Why do I have to sit in there? How is that helping the economy anymore? Well, it depends on where you're going. No, it doesn't. Of course because it does. I'm, I'm paying the same price. No matter where I'm going, I'm paying the same fucking price. Yeah, but if you're, if you're ordering at a restaurant that only does sit-down meals, you're not going anywhere, are you? But if no, you're, that's but fine. If you're ordering right, at, if you're ordering at a Nando's, Nando's, if you're ordering at a Nando's, then that's fine. But people are going on like it's not fine, like you have to sit in. Who's saying Even that? if I am, if I'm at a place, if any, like, it just seems like everyone's just like, like, there's been a few instances where people have been getting into arguments with restaurant staff because they're like, no, you have to eat in here. And they're like, well, no, why? No, no, no. Why do I have to eat in here? They're getting the wrong end of the stick. No one's going to, no one's going to begrudge you leaving. You've ordered the food. Well, it seems that people working at these establishments are begrudging people leaving. I just, for some reason, I, I again, I guess maybe it's not official, but it seemed to me because it was like restaurants that were complaining about it, I genuinely thought that Eat Out to Help Out didn't count unless you actually sat in the fucking restaurant. If anything, 
they would welcome that you buy it and then leave because then it leaves more people to do the same thing. Yeah, of course. If they're relying That's on people, thought. if they're relying on people to sit down and eat during social distancing times, they're not going to fill their place out as much as they usually would. No. But if they're going to, the McDonald's in on it. Uh. Merkels. I tell you what, since like I mean I still get like takeaways like Chinese and, and stuff like that. But my appetite for fast food in terms of like your Mackeys, your KFCs and that has gone down. Like the thought of them doesn't really do much for me now. No, do you know what? I've I've been trying to eat healthy the last uh, few weeks, months. Mm. And every time I do, like, think, oh, I'll just let, I'll treat myself for today. Mm. Don't feel well after. You see, that's why I'm not gonna start doing all that shit because you fucking your body can't take it anymore, and then you've lost it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not prepared to lose it forever. Like, like going out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even then, because like I think it was like the missus, she uh, she she went vegan for well, mostly well, she didn't eat meat. Like she, she's still fucking wearing leather and shit, I assume. Yeah. In the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she stopped eating meat and that for for a while, and then she she kind of was like, all right, she did it for a month, just see how she felt, stuff like that, and then she went back to to eating and stuff, and she's like, mm, I don't feel that good after eating. And I'm like, well, you see, I know that's going to happen to me, and I want that taste. <laughs> <laughs> Health be damned, I eat for taste. <laughs> I do not eat to survive. <laughs> Funnily enough, after my tattoo session last week, I hadn't eaten all day. So by the time I got home, I was just craving KFC. And you know me and KFC, I put it away. You do, you do, sir. But having just got through two pieces and halfway through my fillet tower burger, because <laughs> I ordered a lot, <laughs> I suddenly became very hot and dizzy. <laughs> And I almost passed out because I hadn't eaten all day. And then halfway through my KFC, I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> exactly. And I, I don't ended, want that. I ended up on the floor with my legs up in the air. And I was like, oh, let me just finish that last piece. <laughs> it's on the floor and in a hand, just, you just see your hand reach up. The table. <laughs> Pull everything down. <laughs> That's why when people in movies and stuff, when they die, they pull the, the, the tablecloth with them. <laughs> it's, not a piece... it's not like for steadying themselves. It's because they want to finish the meal. Is that last, that last drumstick still up there? <laughs> and this is it. If a fucking like, genie appeared to me now and was like, all right, you've got a choice. You can either eat KFC or you can live 10 extra years. Like, <laughs> bring on the wings, mate. <laughs> bring on the wings. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You are correct, sir. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I just... Uh, I was under the impression that you had to eat out. And I was like, well, that sounds stupid. No, you do not. Do not Do not listen to... Do not listen to these people. No, I'm not. I won't. I'm never going to listen to anybody ever again. 2020 is the year of the idiot. Oh, fuck. Oh, it really is. Oh, it really is. I saw somebody side quest here somebody posting about masks um it was a thing that basically said 
you only started wearing masks because people told you to and you're only going to stop wearing masks when people tell you to stop you're being a sheep three people nonetheless one of them was like um i've just started she's just started working as a paramedic or she's training to be a paramedic so she's like i've got to do a lot of homework a lot of research and you know masks it checks out second person was like funnily enough funnily enough these scientific and these health experts they're telling the truth yeah 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 it turns out what they're saying is based on actual fact and uh you know we should listen to them maybe and this is it because the second one was like my husband is a medical researcher and you know I, i generally go with what he says because he does medical research yeah and then the third person was like something similar nature like somebody in their family is like a nurse now, the reply to the medical researcher one was, I don't trust the research. Go and on, I was like, go on, what but... the fuck do you trust? <laughs> Based on what? I know. Why is it? You were like, I don't trust the research. I think the research is lying to us. But some random can make a fucking video saying that research is lying to you with no evidence that they have at all. And you are ready to believe them at the drop of a fucking hat. Like legit you're just like oh well i've read this scientific fa-. and you can read stuff like you could read scientific studies you can read shit that they learn in university when they're becoming to be doctors you could buy the books you can read the studies online that shit's everywhere it's not hidden there it's are... not the secret knowledge that they only give doctors <laughs> speaking then of... you're like i don't trust the research why because every single doctor in the fucking country is part of some notorious cabal and they've all signed an agreement to be like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring this country to its knees. They're, gonna, they're going against their Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> and, they're, uh, and what they're telling us is it's a secret ploy to kill us all. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Do people need to feel special, maybe? I do, I, do you know what? The you, they do. I was just about to say, there's a lot of people who... Um, they they see this thing, and because it's not the mainstream, they ever think about this things being mainstream because it's not mm. mainstream media. MSM. Ooh. They they automatically believe that it's because people are trying to hide it, or it's like it's not on mainstream media because people don't want you to know about it. Yeah. Problem with that is. Good chunk of the things that aren't on mainstream media is because it's a load of horseshit, <laughs> and people don't want to pay it any mind. Yeah. So they think, oh, well, let's look at this, and because it's there's some sort of um, some of it may be compelling, they automatically think, right, this is, and I'm going to be the whistleblower that exposes this to everyone, and everyone's going to thank me for it. That's and what it is. is. And everyone it is, wants to be a fucking hero. Yeah, and it is. It is uh, the need to feel special. Everyone wants to send that tweet. It's like, guess what I did today? Yeah. Like that one where someone was like, I was on a train and I, and then I saw somebody like bullying somebody and I stood up to them. Everybody wants like yeah. that kudos that comes with being that guy. Just, just gave a sandwich to a homeless person. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Just like fucking. I I've saw got... one of the funniest ones where some some woman was like, some American woman, she was like, she got, uh, she she didn't finish her meal. So she got it to take, she got the, the, the doggy bag, whatever. And she's come out and there's a homeless guy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's like, if you've got any spare, you know, if you, could you could you spare a little of the food? And so she was like, 
obviously she's giving it to him and then she started making a video because she was like I really was enjoying that meal and I couldn't eat anymore and I didn't want to give it to him but <laughs> I, I felt was, you know it was like my conscience told me to but now I really regret it and somebody in the background screams like it's not a good deed if you make a if you make a video about it and she's like I'm not making a video about it I'm telling people how fucking upset I am that I don't <laughs> have my food anymore <laughs> And I just thought it was brilliant because, like, yeah, the the focus of the video was not I did a nice thing. It was just like I truly and sincerely regret not having that food in my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like it's like giving homeless people money and then asking for change. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two great uh, mask stories that I heard in the week, or one of them I experienced myself. Go on, uh, I was in B and Q yesterday, mm. and dummy bit went in got what I needed as I've come out I'm putting the trolley back and there's a woman walking in Mm -hmm. and the shop assistant who's standing by the front door she goes have you got a mask please can you wear your mask without any hesitation she had this line lined up oh she was ready she was ready I've got cancer on my face so I can't wear one (laughs) I felt like saying is it going to flare up like what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's, why is it stopping you from wearing it like I'm assuming as you haven't mentioned it that she didn't have any abnormal growths I could not see anything her on her face that would indicate that she is unable to wear a mask like she had both of her ears she could breathe through her nose and mouth because yeah I would assume you know if she had some kind of tumorous lump or something it might be painful you no. know like to put pressure on it to have something on there or whatever Nothing there at all, just the ugly chav face. Mm. And the second, the second story is this is a bit of a visual one, so you have to bear with me. You know how face masks go around the ears and cover mm. the nose and mouth, like how you would traditionally wear a face mask or yeah. a face covering. I was told the other day someone walked into Sainsbury's with it, one going underneath, like it was basically worn sideways. So it was covering chin, mouth, nose, parts of the eye and forehead. Wait, what was the top bit attached to? Like a ponytail? It went round the back of the head and hooked under the ear. And then the the other bit was under the chin and then over the other ear. That sounds so difficult to achieve. Exactly. How many times would you be adjusting that? Like, I feel like... At least at one point, you would accidentally discover how to put it on properly while you were trying to do that. <laughs> I, not only that, just mention it, just seeing other people wearing it properly, maybe. Yeah, that's true as well. That is properly true. Like when on I your heard, way to the shop. When I heard this, I thought, I, I, I just, I got angry at the person telling me because I was so, <laughs> oh. I was so dumbfounded by what she was telling me. I was like, what? Are you, are you sure? I'm like, are you sure you're telling him this way? Right? She's like, yeah. This is... <laughs> I went, I went, fucking idiot. <laughs> Just out loud. My whole family's there. And the kids are listening. <laughs> fucking idiot. And everyone's like, yeah, why are you getting so upset? I was like, because this fucking idiot. <laughs> I just could not get over the stupidity of it. In their defence, though, because they had it on in such a stupid way, they probably couldn't see the mask everyone else was wearing because they couldn't see around the mask properly so they probably didn't even notice what everyone was wearing they were too busy trying to tune into their other senses so they didn't walk into <laughs> lampposts 
If and I mean, if we're thinking about it now, at least they wore it. <laughs> I'll give them that. I'll <laughs> give them. I will give them that. I just I, I like people like oh, masks. This mask, like, dude, doctors have been wearing masks for fucking ages, and you know why they wear masks? It's not so that they don't, you know, it's it's. It, it's because they don't want to give people shit while they're fucking opening them up and they're yeah. very sensitive to disease and to protect themselves as well. Like, <sighs> the thing about masks as well, the thing that did it for me was, yeah, when I found out that, you know, when you see uh, tourists from Asia wearing masks, it's not because they're like, oh, I'm in a dirty country. It's because they've got something. Yeah, I did, do you know what? I, I, I think I mentioned to you once, like, when I was at work and I saw... Uh, a Chinese student wearing a mask and then stepping outside to have a cigarette. I did think, what's the point of the fucking mask then? And then, and then I think you might have told me, and I was like, actually, yeah, that makes more sense. I was ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I was ignorant at once, but I'd learned, and I'd no, but the, I was the same. I was just like, and I, I was always like, well, like what? Like you think this country's so dirty that you need to wear a mask? And I'm like, I swear, like isn't like doesn't Asia have some of the highest air pollution in the world? Like, <laughs> you look at how thinking, it be worse than here. You look at thinking you're rude. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like it's just basically like this place stinks. <laughs> Fuck off then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go back to where you came from. But and then when somebody explained this to me, I was like, oh, that made sense. So when all this mask stuff started coming about, I was like. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. That does make sense to me. And it's like, you only put a mask because someone told you to. Yes, because they were medical fucking professionals. <laughs> you only stop at junctions because red lights told you to. <laughs> the fuck? It's the same thing. Oh, it's like, God. oh, I don't think I'll be stopping at this. Like, you only put governments because you only wear seatbelts because the government told you to. <laughs> red, tis but a colour. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Like, are we gonna? We might get to that point. He said, "What do you mean? Don't eat cyanide." <laughs> and what? Because somebody on telly told you that cyanide kills you. All right then, mate. Uh, but, but we're at that point already. So have you? You've seen the stories yeah. about the hand sanitizer, haven't you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let them do it. I say. To be fair, that didn't even surprise me because I remember, like. I remember homeless dudes <laughs> drinking turpentine because, like, it was fucking cheaper than, like, they go in B&Q and buy turpentine because it's cheaper than, like, actual alcohol. I think and, I thought I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say it doesn't surprise me because that's just how this year's gone and you're just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, part, yeah, Fine, people are drinking hand sanitizer, sure. Nothing is surprising me now. Nothing is surprising me. It's like I'm, I'm annoying people with my lack of response to stuff now. I'm just like, how are you still... Like, the missus will read a story that she's seen on Twitter and I'll be like, oh, well, that's the thing that's happened. It's like, yeah, but come on. And I'm like, I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me to be sad or happy or outraged or anything anymore. No, because it just happens now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, it I had happens. that. I had that feeling... Well, not me, but I, I realised that that's, that's just the way things were going quite a few years ago now because uh, my brother was telling me about a time when he, he's in, him and all his mates were just chilling in someone's house and around the corner someone had been murdered and they're like what, what, how has it come to the point where someone around the corner has lost their life it's so close and they're just like alright yeah yeah 
and yeah, so it's the madness. It's it, mudding. And this is the thing, you know, they they always question everything, blah blah blah. That is true, but do your own research. And honestly, if something kind of sounds legit from what you've learned in your life, kind of go in there, eyes open. Like five G. Yeah, where are they now? I remember seeing something. What? Where are all the five G conspirators? Well, five G killed them, obviously. That is true. <laughs> They were the but first to that, go. <laughs> I saw one thing that made me was like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit, uh, that's a bit suspicious or whatever. And I literally, I spent like three hours on a Saturday looking that shit up. And I was like, well, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> and I just went, and I started reading stuff from like five years ago. And I was like, well, you know what? The evil overlords were really prepared if they had people doing studies five years before. Uh, on the effects of like radio waves and frequencies, just to prepare us for five G coming along, just yeah. to disarm us. There was another one as well about uh, this is one I saw the other day. But again, I was my initial reaction was to think maybe I should look into this to see how true it is, see if there's any mm. uh, legitimacy to it. It was the the explosion in Beirut. Oh yes, I saw a video where someone said that that ship. That had uh, the substance that was that exploded. Mm. Something nitrate. Anyway, apparently it was on its way somewhere else, but randomly diverted to that port. And because they the captain couldn't pay the port fees, it just had to be left there. And it had been there for like five, <laughs> for been like about five six years. And they're saying the government left it there for it to explode. Yeah, yeah. And this whole thing was been planned out, and I was like, mm, "We can all make videos, mate." <laughs> mate, do you know when I was done, absolutely done, was when I saw three different exposure videos showing that a missile had hit that that area. These three different missiles, these three different videos, were from three completely different angles. And they showed three completely different missiles. And I was like, how many people attacked this fucking place in one day? <laughs> and that's when I was done. That's when I was absolutely done. Because that leads me to no other conclusion other than somebody's just made a video. Somebody's faked a video to show a missile. And I'm like, why? Yeah, why? That's the ultimate question, isn't it? Why are you doing yeah. this? And that's what's more, it's more like kind of, that, that saddens me more than people believe in it. Yeah, like just blindingly believe in it because I'm like, fair enough. You could like, you know, you see one of those videos and you hear a couple of things and you're just like, oh wait, there's something going on here. That can be sad enough, but the fact that you knowing that this was fake, you know, mm. and I can only assume that they're in their head they're like, no, I know a missile did this, so the ends justify the means. I'll just make a fake video to show people this because it was a missile. It had to have been because there's always a conspiracy. Rather than somebody like, it'll be funny if I just put this video out there. <laughs> Fucking hell. I know. I know. Let's talk about uh, more light-hearted stuff. We're being invaded. By we are being invaded. By literally fives of people. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a proper invasion when you can't even say tens. <laughs> when you have to invent a new term. Um, 
Oh god! I thought we'd moved on from this. I I want to know why this is such a prominent thing in the news all of a sudden. Because I wouldn't have thought they've they they'd stopped doing this for a while and now they're doing it again. <laughs> but they observed social distancing. They observed social distancing. They they observed a channel a channel's width of social distancing. Now that lockdown's been eased, <laughs> they're coming over willy nilly. I would have imagined this, this is an ongoing thing. Yeah. Obviously, people were talking about migrants landing on the beach. We shall fight them on the beaches. Sorry. No, not landing. Invading. Yes, yes. And as you can see from the video, as they landed, they, they fucking were walking with purpose. They were like, right, let's let's get to invading. <laughs> let's conquer this land. Mm. The Come on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> come on baby that can't walk yet that I have been desperately clinging on to for the last 26 hours <laughs> come on baby I've tried I've tried hopelessly trying not to drown <laughs> it's like that I can't even remember why he does it now Homer in the Simpsons was like come on do something <laughs> he's poking it with a stick <laughs> oh I just oh Nigel Farage you're a cunt yep Nigel UK Farage <laughs> <laughs> two step Farage <laughs> two bit Farage fucking I just like and you know people you do it with the very like nobody uses the word invasion without being very aware of the power of language yeah which is something that people do not take into like people do not take into account people do not like I'm not mindful of the people that are doing it are very mindful of it but nobody's ever like all right you're being a bit heavy-handed there mate like oh god and then did you see the BBC news guy no I might so have. the guy that was literally in a boat watching these people as their boat was sinking and they're trying to bail water out it was basically like you know in Richard Attenborough is doing a voice is doing a documentary or any documentary guy oh and it's like a little chick struggling or something. And a, a gazelle yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like they won't help it yeah it's nature's way it's like <laughs> yeah let nature take its course and like as a kid i never understood that like you know as an adult you're kind of like oh yeah that's that's their food like you know kind of whatever whatever but i was always like why don't you get in there and help but this dude is literally alongside narrating he's fucking the rate he's like they're trying to bail out the raft and i'm like this is the point where you 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 have got a decision to make as well and it's a big decision because you're probably going to get in trouble if you help them yeah yeah but can you live with you live with yourself if you don't <laughs> like i'll take that rap on the knuckles what's the worst that's going to happen to me exactly what's the worst that's going to happen to me and i'm just like and yeah, it just makes me laugh. You know, everybody's making the point. And it's very good that the people that want these guys dead are the same people that are preaching all lives matter. <laughs> Not those, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's like what you meant was people that look like me. My life matters. My area. My yeah. life and my opinion matters. My life, my opinion, my class, they matter. Yeah. People who agree with me. And people that are comfortable in life and have very small problems, their lives matter. Anybody that wants a serious change, their life doesn't matter. 
it's uh, it's just crazy. And yo, dude, fucking ah, uh, I don't even remember his name. I don't remember his name. Remember the little three-year-old kid that drowned? Yes. And, like, oh, the there was a picture of him. Yeah. Running the yeah. stories of his body lifeless on the beach, and they the, the headline was never again. <laughs> drown him in the middle of the sea. <laughs> yeah. If they drown before they get here, they're not our problem. But like <laughs> that is just like legit heartbreaking to think of. Like you have learned nothing. Your faux outrage and sympathy meant nothing. It's just what's flavour of the month at the time, isn't it? No, I don't even think it's flavour of the month. I think it's you will do anything to make people to make sure that people think you're a decent human being. Well, that's what I meant. Like, like, oh well, yeah, I guess yeah, that is what flavour of the month is. Yeah, guess, whatever, yeah. whenever you, yeah. whatever's whatever's happened in the news, yeah, you're saying what what would what would uh, make people think that you're a good person about things. Yeah, for no other reason than to protect your own image. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's a fuck. Wow. Wow. I saw a wow, lot of comparisons. I saw a lot of comparisons to Dominic Cummings as well. About, oh, I about, he, like, about yeah. he's doing what any parent would do, and then is and then these these <laughs> are like uh, <laughs> these invaders. Like, no, no, not not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like and I like like people legit calling for yo just torpedo them out of the water. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! Fucking what? <laughs> And the problem is, right, I know, or I hope, and I was wrong about this with racism, I hope the majority of these people, if you gave them the button, they would not be able to press it. But I know there's a good fucking few who would. Oh, yeah. There's a good few that would be like, all right, so this is the button. What you have to do is, oh, oh you've pressed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even through explaining the, the rules to them. And they're like, yeah, fuck them. It's... Oh God! Like we have learned nothing. We've learned nothing. We never will. We yeah. Well, we you and I will. You and I have. You are. I mean, there's are, a certain section of people that will. Yes. We're intelligent people. We we know what's right from wrong. Yeah. But, but something. It's, it's it's. Do you know what it's like? It's like people never I ever mean, people never ever say when you've done something right. People never ever mention it. But they're quick to tell you whenever you've done something wrong. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. it's like. Yeah, no, there, it's there true. are plenty it's... of people who know that they're doing the right thing, but the only people that we notice are the ones that aren't doing the right thing. Yeah, and it makes it seem, and and that's it. You get a skewed view. Yeah, like for instance, I have no idea, and that's it. I have no idea how many people actually want to bomb migrants out of the water, but it feels like every fucker does. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like everybody does. Especially when you see the replies on tweets and stuff. And that's it. Reading reading comments and replies to things is one of the most scariest things to do when you're thinking about the human race. Dude, it's gotten to the point where if I see a healthy interaction in replies or, or comments on Twitter, I fucking comment and I'm like, yo, this was really nice. Yeah. Like legit, like I'm like this restores a little faith in humanity. Like every now and again, somebody will be like, duh, 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 duh. and somebody will be like, well, actually know this, and then they'll be like, oh no, sorry, didn't realize that. No, like, yeah, I was like, yo, this was really nice. Not enough. Though, it's... Is it? No, no, no. It happens very rarely. It happens very rarely, but it does make you despair. And again, it's the whole. It's the fact people walk around with these thoughts in their heads all day long. Yeah. But they feel 
and again, you know, a lot of these people are just keyboard warriors. They would never have the heart or to to put into uh, to put into effect what it is they're saying. No. But again, some of them would. And B, if enough of them were in a room together, they, then they'd have no problem. Oh. It's like somebody uh, somebody made the point where like a lot of these people, like how would you have reacted to uh, how would you have reacted to Jews being rehomed after World War Two? Because like you are a lot of these people, oh yeah, we, we beat the Nazis, we saved the Jews, and we helped them out. But, like yeah, but if you were around at the time, you'd have been one of those fuckers that have been like send them somewhere else. Yeah, we don't want to do. Yeah. We don't want to, but like with the with the the power of hindsight, you know what the right thing to say is. <laughs> you know, it's not a popular opinion to be like, oh no, we shouldn't let the Jews be in the cut. We shouldn't have let Jews in the country. You know, that's not the popular thing to say. But if nobody had ever told you that was the wrong thing to say, like, what would your opinion really be? Well, I mean, unless you're wily. <laughs> oh, wily is an interesting thing. Wiley is a very interesting thing because I don't I'm not going to say I don't agree with what's happened to Wiley because and again you know I hate the whataboutists Mm. if what's happened to Wiley is the price of prejudice then I'm fine with that I'm absolutely fine with that but why isn't everybody paying that price like they cut that dude out with the quickness like, they took him off Twitter, fair enough. He said that shit on Twitter. Then they took him off Instagram. Like, you never said anything on Instagram. And Instagram isn't owned by Twitter. No. That's a bit of a mad one. And then they took him off YouTube. Like, they took his music off YouTube. How else am I going to skank? Bruv, but the thing is, I can still go Google Gary... I can still listen to Gary Glitter songs on YouTube. I can still <laughs> see Rolf Harris do fucking comedy skits on YouTube. These men are convicted of shit. I can still watch Katie Hopkins' YouTube channel. It's like, a bit, it's a bit of a when you think about it, it's a bit of a uh, witch hunt on the face yeah. of it. And again, people are like, "Oh, it's because he spoke out against Jews." No, it's not. And again, maybe I'm wrong here. I think it's because he was an undesirable. He was a black guy that they, that, that that isn't one of the most desired portions of society. So it's easy to make the decision to cancel easy to make the decision to cancel and again i have no problem with him being cancelled like that if that is the price of it but cancel all the rest of them as well be consistent yeah i'm not saying bring him back i'm saying get rid of the rest i hmm. know oh, what was your thoughts on it i don't have any really i mean obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously there's the there's the standard the standard ones which is just echoing what you're saying like but i said that i said that before when we were talking about wiley like if it's it's similar to if you're going to ban him ban him don't suspend him for two weeks or two months or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna ban someone for what they said then do it like be commit to that and it's the same thing with anyone else's who's a bit of a wrong one don't give them a platform in any in any platform exactly bruv the dude and again like i say like you're taking it down for what he said which fair enough but none of that message is in his songs (laughs) <laughs> but you know what it was, because because it's because of who his target was. Yeah, that's what people are saying. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they're like, talk against us, will you? We'll <laughs> show you. But I'm like, all right. So because he said this over oh. here, we can't have his music. That lead singer of Lost Profits. 
He said he did some shit over there. He's still up on YouTube. I recently found out because, again, I was doing a little, you know, looking around trying to, you know, make my case for this and shit. The dude's password to his laptop was I fuck kids. <laughs> or words to that effect. Like, dude, like he made that the password to his fucking laptop. Oh, and you're telling me it's cool that I can still listen. I can still listen to his songs on fucking on YouTube, and that's what I'm saying. Like, no, and and now everybody is. They're coming out with the things like, ah, he spoke out against the juice. They're citing him. I'm like, nah, it's a lot simpler than that, and it's just the age old, yeah, racism, the old races. Uh, which again, there seems to be a lot of it about, mate. Oh yeah, uh, plenty of it. We won't go. I don't think. I don't think we should go into it because it's, there's just too much of it. If you're going to talk, if we're going to, no, but, if we're going to talk yeah. about one, we've got to talk about all of them, and we want to be inclusive, don't we? No, I don't. I just want to talk about one more because I feel like you know we might have a nice little debate on this one. Go on, MP Don Butler. Oh, do you know what? Fuck go that on, bitch. Fuck <laughs> that bitch. I, I want. I want with her on this one. I want standing with her. No, go ahead, go ahead. Will, here's my uh, here's my reason why. Yeah, no, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why. She got pulled over, mm-hmm. and before she even realised, before she even knew why she was being pulled over, she was tweeting about it, saying that it's going to be for something, some racist shit. She didn't even she didn't even know, but she was like, just been pulled over. More details to follow. Turns out there was a police error, and her registration got put into a system when it was supposed to be looking for someone else. Simple mistake, and when they realised it, they let her go. But she was so ready for the hate. She was inciting it before it even become apparent why they were doing it. Now, that's not helping your cause, is it? Now, for me, looking deeper into that, I see it as there were two stories that came out from the police. One was a, yeah, we wrongly identified it as a vehicle registered to Yorkshire, why is that a problem? Why is there? A, why is a vehicle registered to Yorkshire being in Hackney a problem? Because it's about, there's about there's there's an issue with county lines. There was someone in Southend not too long ago who came down from uh, somewhere like Derby or Leeds or something like that, and he was the he was here for drugs, buying drugs off someone. Okay, and then the police officer said they were carrying out searches because of knife crime. Which one is it? Is it county lines? Is it drugs or is it knife crime? Well, that's where they don't help themselves. But then if they don't help, if you had a solid reason, your reason would be standard throughout. But she didn't know what reason it was. So she was she was ready for it before she even realised why they were doing it. And I'll tell you why. While I was at university, we'd go out, a group of us, there'd be about 12 of us and we'd share cars or whatever. If there was ever more than three of us in a car, guaranteed we're stopped that day. And I'm not talking once or twice. I'm talking solidly for three years. Guaranteed we're getting pulled over. Most of the time's on the way back at night time. But we are getting pulled over. Literally 80 to 90% of the time. And it was even worse if we were going out in a group with three of us. So we're taking three cars following each other. So the minute the lights flash, we're like, we're on the night out. We know we've not done anything. We've not gone out. We're not causing no trouble. We're not coming back from no beef or anything like that. Every single time. And that was why she was ready for it. Because by the time I finished uni, I was ready for it. I wasn't even driving these cars. I'd be the guy in the back seat. Would you not, 
I mean, I, I'm fighting a losing battle here. <laughs> but what if they didn't do those stops and the people that were out trying, ready to cause mischief and cause grief and maybe even hurt someone or more? Yeah. They didn't do those and those people that were out to do that sort of stuff got away with it. Bro, if you could tell me you've had the exact same experiences being in a car of more than two people on a the regular, then I'll concede your point. Again, I, I'm fighting a losing battle. <laughs> exactly. And I would have no problem. Yeah, of course, if it made people safer. But did it's, I, not did like I... it's not like they're doing blanket sweeps just for everyone. When you're saying more than three, are you, are you talking about you going out with all, where all of you are black or there's just a, yeah, there's a mixture? Yeah, all of us are black. All of us were black. There was like a group of us that were all were in university together. We we're all from London, so we all hung out together and we'd go on nights out. Oh yeah, I went car journeys with with like the white people that I knew. We didn't get stopped. My friend Joe, like you know, Joe, he used to drive, and we'd like as a as a house, you know, as like a, as all living together, there'd be like three or four of us, and we we're like a pretty mixed bag. We wouldn't get stopped. I don't think we ever got pulled over. And fuck, man. Like, choose your friends then isn't it? not to put man's business not to put man's business out there but there were a lot of times when we were rolling around high as fuck <laughs> like when I was with those <laughs> other man we never would most of those guys didn't even smoke so like you know we wouldn't be smoking a car and like the guys that were driving most of them weren't drinkers or weren't drinkers or smoke that was why they were designated drivers but I mean you don't help yourselves really do you <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I'm saying like they would have had more cause to stop me and Joe and other people in the car than they would have all the black guys because they would have had a reason to stop us and they would have come away with, yo, these guys are in a car under the influence, but they never did. I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like uh, I, I see where you're coming from, but it's just the way she went about things. No, just I get just the whole, like, just oh, didn't she sit already, right with me. She was already filming it. Yeah, she do that after the after but then it you've happened. You've got no evidence. Then it's just your word against theirs, and we all know how that goes. Oh, juicy smoothie, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Because, like, I mean, I, 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 and I probably wouldn't. I probably still would. Maybe I would now. Like, uh, maybe I would now have the presence of mind to. To, to, to stop and film it and like yeah you're kind of like oh, alright you know she was waiting for something to happen but it's, it's mad it's like yeah it's just I get where she was coming from yeah there you could you can you can say what the, the way she went about it maybe uh, annoying like she was looking for it uh, but, do you know why do you know why I say that it's because it's such a hot potato at the moment I just feel like there are yeah, some yeah, yeah. there are some people who will take advantage of that and, yeah, and, and know, we'll have it, and like, we'll have it in mind to to stir the pot, if you like. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's just and that's just yeah. how it came across as me. There are there are people where I see that I do think you're annoying. It's annoying that you're filming it, but I see why you're doing it. But with her, I just felt like she was she was ready for it and she wanted to make a a, a scene rather than fighting the cause that it, it's that such a it's hard enough to fight to begin with. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it all the time. Sometimes I'll be watching a video and I'll be like, "You've jumped way over the top here." And again, it's one of those ones to you know to look like a to look like a Twitter hero. Yeah, be like I stopped racism today, and he was like, mm, "No, you didn't, mate. You were rolling around 
like shooting at people <laughs> they, they stopped you for a reason but no now it's not, yeah, not, not very anything as, as obvious as that but you know sometimes i'm kind of like mm, nah that one that one that one seems legit but also yeah you just kind of you always you always err towards that anyway because you're just like if if i if i let it go then it's fucked i must sound like the most racist cunt <laughs> Well, not about... until you not until you match your voice to your picture. <laughs> <laughs> talking about these no, no, fucking like immigrants said, invading my country, and now this bitch <laughs> trying to stir the I, pot. I understand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but I do understand where you're coming from, and like I say, some people are ready. Some people are ready. No, but I mean, that's all no. I was saying. That's, it's that's... a it's a learned response. But as well, I don't trust any politician, so. <laughs> well, yeah, there was that too as well. For all I know, she was, before the before she started recording, she was rolling around screaming, fuck the police, guns in the air and shit. Like, we, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. She literally did a, she literally did a drug deal in front of police. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, but. Um... Should we end on something uh, a bit more lighthearted? Wait, what's it going to be? It's going to be about Marty Jannetty. Yes, oh, I didn't want to miss this. <laughs> I didn't want to miss this. Oh, now God. he, Marty Janetti holds a, a place in my heart because, as a tag team partner with Shawn Michaels as the Rockers in the early nineties, late eighties, he was the first, one of the first wrestling toys I ever got, and he's still oh. up in my mum's loft as we speak. <laughs> Like actual my genetic, that's where he's yeah, hiding now. That's where he's hiding. Yeah, he's on the lamb. He's he's in my he's under my roof. But there was him, Shawn Michaels, Macho King, not Macho Man Randy oh, Savage, yeah, Macho yeah, King, yeah. Typhoon and Earthquake, Natural Disasters. Oh, I love the natural disasters, man. When I was a kid, the natural and I don't know why. I think I just got like the word typhoon. Yeah. Ah, uh, and like maybe because they were like I'd never seen dudes that big before. I think they were the first big dudes that I saw. The first fatties. Yeah. yeah. But even then, I didn't even see them as fat. Like, obviously, they were wrestlers. So you're like, yeah, but you're meant to be big. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, these dudes are huge. Like, they could be anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bushwhackers, I had them as well. Bushwhackers, again, loved them because they were crazy. Yeah. They were crazy. Um, I, I saw this thing not too long ago. I was... Um, I, I usually go down these wormholes of YouTube videos about wrestling and other stuff as well. Yeah. But Bushwhackers, I think it was the Bushwhackers, they were from New Zealand or something like that, and they were proper, in in New Zealand wrestling, they were like proper nutcases. they bite people's ears off, they'd just smash things over people's heads, they would cause havoc, right, they were hard bastards. Yeah. And then they come over to the WWF and they're doing all this bushwhacker stuff and they just look like absolute lunatics for the wrong reasons. And it's like they just got they got they got a raw they got this short end of the deal when they when they signed for the WWF and it's like, oh, they could have been so much more. Even at the time I was just like, Well, this is a bit much. Yeah, this is weird. You know who I loved? Because And now looking back on it, I realised it was probably the cheapest costume ever because it was just like NFL padding with spikes added to it. Oh, Legion of Doom. Was that Legion of Doom? No, Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, shit! No, it was them. Yeah, 
That was what they were before Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah, same thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they were before Legion of Doom. I always keep forgetting that. Mate. Um, Hawk and Animal. Yeah, Hawk and Animal. Those dudes were my heroes. Yeah, they were They were mean, right? I think it was the Spikes. Yeah. Anyway, Marty Jannetty. Marty Jannetty, apparently... Marty Jannetty killed a fucking guy. <laughs> Marty went, Marty went on a Mazza and he's told everyone that he's killed someone and where he buried him or where he left him. <laughs> also, kind of hinted that he may have killed more than one person. <laughs> <laughs> kind of left us with a little teaser for part two. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how Statue of Limitations works. <laughs> <laughs> but... And I'm also really confused. The, the general rule is no snitching, but does that count if you snitch on yourself? Uh, I think I want to read this. I want to read this. Uh, I think when you snitch uh, on yourself, you de- you determine whether you get stitches or not. I guess you do. You do. This you do. snitch but doesn't get a stitch. I want to read the tweet because this is another level of like you think about people that. Like, like like rappers talking about killing people. It's always some ambiguous shit. Or it's kind of detailed, but just in terms of what they did. Not who they did it to, not where they did it, not when they did it. Like, they might be like, yo, so I took the gun, walked up behind him and shot him in the back of the head. You're like, you know, like millions of people have been killed like that, so we can't tie that down to any one person. <laughs> or, they like, go, you know, or they just go, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My Jannetty had particular. He explained it like this: <laughs> I was thirteen, working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a fag at the work there. His words, not mine. I'm going the BBC route. <laughs> and he put his hands on me. He dragged me round the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. <laughs> don't give them... Don't give them the year by giving them your age. Don't give them the time frame because then they can look up when you were working at Victory Lane's bowling alley. Don't give them the place where you stashed the body. <laughs> oh. And also, as well, like they just go to the bowling net and they're like, "Do you remember a dude that used to work there back in like nineteen eighty, whatever? Uh, uh, a gay guy with maybe a bit a bit handsy? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, Alistair, I remember him. He disappeared one day. Bingo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like the dude snitched on himself so hard. There was two things that, that came came out of this for me. It was the first one that I thought when he said he made a man disappear, I thought, oh, he's just had too many blows to the head and he thinks he's a real life magician. <laughs> <laughs> but That's then... a very innocent take and I like that. <laughs> I like that. But then I read it and I was like, oh no. And then all I could think of was Ron Burgundy. He's like, oh, I might be in trouble for that one. <laughs> Oh, uh, I like one of the tweets I saw that was hilarious. Was people had uh, uh, people had uh, took issue with his uh, with his choice of words, and somebody was like, "It's crazy. He just admitted to murdering someone," and everyone's like, "Oh wow, it was pretty homophobic, huh?" 
just skipping over the murder. <laughs> and it was crazy. Did he say something uh, else about... Uh, he said something else about uh, uh, some woman, didn't he? I was just... That, that's where I was coming to. <laughs> <laughs> After he told them that he disposed of the body in the Chattahoochee River. At age 13, I hasten to add. <laughs> age 13. Uh, and this was the thing as well. He was like, I didn't tell my brother Gino because Gino would have killed him. <laughs> so did you. <laughs> <laughs> he would have got the there first. <laughs> but anyway, he goes on to say... But Winnie, um, obviously, I think he posted this with pictures of uh, a, a woman he used to date at yeah. the time. He's like, I like you too damn much. Too damn much to do what? <laughs> you are probably my favourite, but, pro- but I promised myself back then nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. <laughs> that famous Jamaican jealousy. And then he does a bit of a Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you can go your own way. I don't need you. <laughs> Is anybody checked on Winnie? Because <laughs> it also feels like he's admitted to one murder to kind of give himself an alibi for another. It's kind of like, well, if I tell everybody I told Winnie to go her own way, then they'll think that she just disappeared of her own volition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And this is it. Like the, the article I'm reading is like, Jeanette is 60 years old now. So the incident took place around 47 years ago. So if there's any missing persons cases around Victory A's bowling alley in 1973, they've got their leads. He's fucked. <laughs> He's absolutely I saw fucked. that there's cold, there's cold case uh, <laughs> uh, investigators are on it now. So if they find something, then, uh, mate, good luck. <laughs> Again, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on shit like this, but yeah, there's this cold case dude. Because I, I assume working cold cases is pretty frustrating. I don't think you probably don't catch a break all that often. <laughs> and there's a dude, he's kind of depraved, jaded, depressed. He's seen a lot of shit, missing children that are never going to be found and stuff like that. And then this comes across his desk, and he's just like, fucking yes! I can get my career back on track. <laughs> <laughs> He's the he's the typical Mac wearing whiskey drinking <laughs> detective. Thank you for I've got my head. He's got a little moustache. He wears a fedora. His his career's gone off the off the tracks. He's, he's always just... arguing with his wife. I can bring them back, Jenny. Like, no, he's you divorced. Bro, he's, last hope. Bro, he's divorced. Come on, man. Oh yeah, when he's going to pick up the kids now, yeah. this argument. She's like, you just couldn't let go. You were always at work, even when you were at home. You're still doing this. <laughs> It's like people were depending on me. He's like, look at this picture. Nine-year-old girl. She's been missing since 1992. Are you going to go tell her family that you can't find her? Your kids depended on you, John. (laughs) Focus on the kids that are still here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, Lois. I can't. I shouts to John because, like, he is about to bring one home. (laughs) (laughs) Reconciliation is on its way mate when he's on telly he's going to be on telly giving the fucking press conference about how he solved it and then he's going to look up from the microphone and Lois is going to be there at the back of the fucking crowd his kid's going to run his kid's going to run from behind a parked car in slow motion and his wife's just going to walk out and it's just going to be happily ever after for Detective John 
They're gonna just do that thing where he's gonna look at her, she's gonna look at him, and she gives the time, and he gives like a little nod, like, "Can we?" And she gives the slow nod, that's like, "We can." We and then can. he's just gonna bound down the steps, and he's gonna scoop the kids up, and she's gonna be there, and she'll throw her head back and laugh. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. We can't wait for that. Thanks to yeah. Thanks. Thanks to my Janetti. Thanks, my. You made this happen. <laughs> oh, you brought a family back together. That's that's the reason he's done it. You reckon? Probably. I reckon so. Not I the fact so. that he has actually just had one too many blows to the head and he's just he's lost his mind. <laughs> That's the thing. I like the the last part of that when he's talking about the Winnie, it does just sound like this is just something he's carried with him from years and finally it's just like it's finally just been knocked like it's finally <laughs> been worked loose by so many punches. Yeah. Could you imagine yeah. he's he typed all that out and then he's just gone post and then and then it's like <laughs> Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> no, do you know what? He's clicked post. There's his click post. He's gone to stand up and banged his head on the shelf and he's knocked everything back into place. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should not have done that. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble for that one. <laughs> it's like unpost. Unpo- Where's the unpost button? Where's the any key? <laughs> <laughs> Control Z. Oh, I miss you, Winnie. <laughs> oh dear! Wow! What a world! Wow. What more can this year give to us? Um, oh, I'm I'm holding out slight hope that Owen Hart comes walking out in December. <laughs> <laughs> Just neck to one side. <laughs> like those movies where you know, like the person, the way they died, they're like they're stuck the way they died. Yeah, like, you know, like fucking werewolf in in London or, or Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? Do you know what the most depressing thing about the whole Owen Hart story? What is it? It's the fact that he died as the Blue Blazer. <laughs> I did hate that. I did hate that name, but I never thought about the fact. The fact that th- that gimmick was the fact was supposed to be that it was a joke wrestler, like he was a he was an embarrassment, and he oh, died God. as the Blue Blazer. I just know with, with from that angle with zero dignity. <laughs> You've Might fallen from a massive height on your head, and you're dressed as an idiot. <laughs> That poor guy. Oh, God, no. You've just changed his death for me forever. Well, you know. <laughs> it would have been, yeah. <laughs> it changed. When I when I realised, like, because I've, I've been watching old wrestling, like, shows. Yeah. And I thought, up until when I, I mean, obviously they don't show it, but I've, I saw the, the stories leading up to it and the actual main event. Yeah. I always thought before that that he was just Owen Hart and he tried a stunt and it went horribly wrong. Yeah. But no, weeks before that, he was they had nothing for him in terms of the stories for Owen Hart and to keep him in the, in the actual spotlight, they brought back this gimmick, this Blue Blazer gimmick where he was an embarrassment of a wrestler, always getting things wrong. and Embarrassment to the family name. And... Life imitating art. He got his. He got a stunt <laughs> wrong. <laughs> fucking killed him, dude. You know, there's only one man that could uh, uh, solve. Well, no, there's nothing to solve a phone heart. It could solve my genetic. 
There's only one dude that can investigate these deaths. Go on. Big Boss Man. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's the only one who is... He, he's the only certified law enforcement officer. <laughs> Down from Cobb County, Georgia. Do you know what? I, I... Yes, he was. He was. Corrections. He was a corrections officer. And of course, he reports into Sergeant Slaughter. Of course. That's, Do you know what? Whenever that's, that's he... the guy we Whenever he's on, he's got a badge into. Whenever he comes on, I just skip past it because he's so fucking boring. Who's what? Big boss man. Boss man, yeah. He's just he's just an arsehole. That's all he is. That's all. It's the only angle he's got. He's just an arsehole. He, there was a, there was a bit where he, uh, Al Snow had this thing where he'd bring out a chihuahua, his pet chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going on a bit, but I'll just finish up with this. Yeah. Boss man's gimmick was he was just a cunt. Just an outright cunt, right? So part part of the story with Al Snow was he kidnapped his dog, and told... oh wait, if he if he had a fight, if he uh, if he beat him, he'd give it back. Yeah, yeah. If he beat him, yeah, he'd give yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he takes him to a hotel, and he says, "Oh, no hard feelings. I'll give your dog back." Gives him like he even provides a meal for him, and as he's sitting there eating it, he reveals that the meal is actually the dog he killed and cooked. The dog, yes. so that Al Snow could eat it. <laughs> so I thought, fuck, this is a bit much. And then after that, when I was done with him, it was when Big Show's dad died, and at the funeral, Bossman chained the coffin up to a car and oh, dragged shit. it out of the cemetery with with Big Show hanging on for dear life on top of the coffin. Nah, <laughs> I was like, dude, that messed me up. That messed me up. I was like, like ah, this is. I'm done with this guy now. Just, just the fact that he agreed to do it as well. Fucking hell. Anyway, if we're well, running, that we're... was that. Like they could get away with anything those days. Like WWF would give you. They really any, could. And do you know what? I was reading something as well. Vince, Vince McMahon would just be like, "That's just sports entertainment." And people yeah. would be like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure thing. And just uh, as we finish off this uh, wrestling mm. section of the show. R.I.P. Kamala. Yes, shouts to Kamala's family. Oh, Kamala. <laughs> Done. Anyway, dude. Yeah, go on. Because you just brought back a mad memory for me, so I need to sit and revel in this memory. Go on, and then we're, and then we're finished because he's getting on. And when I'm, I and I'm fucking kid. melting. I know. I just remembered when I was a kid, and I don't know how I ever remembered this because now thinking about it, I legit think this is the greatest thing that my mum and dad ever got me as a present. It was WWF Superstars hockey. Okay. It was like a fucking little, you know, like fucking table football. Yeah. It was like a little mini one of those, but it was hockey. And the teams were just different WWF wrestlers. And I just remember now because oh. I started Slaughter and Big Boss Man were there. And I loved that thing so much. I had a spinny top game similar to that. You just stuck stickers of wrestlers on it, and you'd like you'd release this thing, and these two spinning tops would fight, and whoever got knocked down was the loser. Oh, you've just remained. Oh, me, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm actually feeling some mad feelings right now because oh, I remember right. as well. Like it was shit. Like, like if they had a gimmick, that would be their hockey stick. Like Jake the Snake's hockey stick was his snake. Big Boss Man's <laughs> hockey stick was his truncheon. Like, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiossi was like a pile of money. And the rest of them, if they didn't have a gimmick, it was just any... Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan obviously had his... Two by four. Food. Oh, fuck, man. That was... Oh, I love you, Mum and Dad. 
<laughs> you didn't before, but now you just remember. I, I, I was on the fence before I remembered this. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I, you could take the players off. I can't remember why. I think maybe because you could switch the teams around. So not only were they on hockey teams, I could play with them like action figures. It was the ultimate way. Right. I'm I... going to make an unwise purchase. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my mom's and get those wrestlers. We're going to go. Up. We're going to go play with our wrestlers. You have a good week, and yes. thanks for listening. Twitter, Facebook, and all that. You know that. You know what they are. You know what, you know what it is. You know what it is. Okay, I'm going to go uh, eat some ice. I'm I'm off. I could, you know, I'm starving. Right. Goodbye. I love you. Love you, bye.